Hello, friends. My name is Brittany, and this is the Capture the Chaos podcast. Each week, we will talk about how to grow your photography business without burnout. I share tactical tips, tricks, and things you've got to be doing in order to have success without sacrificing the parts of your life that are most important. Today, I have Kelsey here. She is the owner of Wonderfully Made Gifting Company, where she specializes in making luxury gift boxes for women-owned businesses to give their clients or other VIPs. Kelsey lives in Sioux Falls, South Dakota with her husband and three-year-old daughter. They're expecting their second child in June. That's so exciting. Kelsey, I love your gift boxes, by the way. I've both given them and I have received them and they are truly amazing. Hi, how are you? I am so good. How are you? Um, I am. Oh, we're here. All right. <laughs> we're both yeah. here. And sometimes that's all you can ask for. <laughs> so is there anything else that you want us to tell us about yourself? I know you're having another baby. Just, I started my business about two and a half years ago, and it has been quite the ride as most of your listeners probably can understand. Mm-hmm. It is mostly just me. I have a couple of helpers that help me every once in a while if it gets busy, but it's like just me doing all the marketing and photography and all the things. It's pretty crazy. So I guess I just wanted to say it's super, super cool to connect with another woman-owned business owner. And to be a part of, of your podcast, helping other photography moms uh, get better at their business. And I love, I love what you do. And we'll kind of get into the whys of that. Can you tell us like what, how did you start making luxury gift boxes? Like what prompted that? Yeah. So I had felt for, I mean, basically since college, I wanted to run my own business Uh, I immediately went into working as an interior designer for my dad's home building company and thought I might take over his construction business. And so went into that, loved the design part, um, didn't love the contractor side of things. Um, okay. I know I want to stick with design started pitter pattering and different things and, Long story short, ended up thinking I might want to do like a retail business based around like home decor or something, but I didn't love the idea of just buying products wholesale, marketing them, selling them, and then shipping them, you know? So then I was at home feeding my six-month-old at the time and was scrolling on Pinterest and saw this beautiful gift box um, full of fun products, but it was designed for a specific occasion. You know, it was put all cute in a box. Um, and it was just kind of like, a, I could totally do that. And that's kind of that, that middle part that I was missing where, yes, I'm going to be buying like beautiful products, but what can I do in the middle? That's more of like a design thing, um, before selling it to my customer. So yeah, that was, that was kind of my process of getting there and didn't really know, like, who I would be selling to, you know, the, the ideal mm-hmm. uh, customer or whatever. Uh, but I've just, yeah, been learning as I go. And that's, that's kind of how I got there. And you predominantly work with businesses, like people like me, people like, like Sarah, we've talked about Sarah as, um, did she write your copy on your website? She did. Yes. She, did. she was my copywriter. She's your copywriter. So she, just people who basically are service-based really, is that kind of what you boil down to like service-based yeah. business and some other? Yep. Yeah, yeah, a lot of um, women-owned service-based businesses, uh, photographers, copywriters, website designers, um, brand creators, things like yeah. that. It's just who I love to work with. 
Now let's kind of like get into why, like, why do you work with service-based women-owned businesses? Like what role do you play in our business? Well, first, the reason, if it's not too selfish, the reason why I like working with people like you is because I like you and we relate to each other. <laughs> not selfish at you all. Know, That's awesome. Just, you know, I'm just like, you know, I've been asked over the last couple of years, like, who have your favorite clients been? And it always came back to people like you. And it's just kind of like, don't overthink it. Just go with it. Yeah, and absolutely. I'm loving that. And I love working with people like you um, and other women-owned solopreneurs because you have a lot on your plate. You have a lot of things to get done every single day. And from what I've seen and what I've heard, gifting to your VIPs, your clients, donors, sponsors, things like that, a lot of times gets put on the back burner. It gets forgotten. Um, it's very, very tempting to want to keep the money that you would have put into the gift for yourself, which I totally understand. Uh, but like we'll talk about in a little bit, it's so important to spoil your, your clients, um, both with gifts and in other ways. And so I just want to make it super, super simple for people like you um, to be able to give gifts, just go on my site, you know, enter in the message that you want handwritten on the card. I send it to them. They get a gift from you and they're blown away, but it took you about five minutes. So oh. that's kind of, I'm here for. It is really easy. <laughs> the hardest part is deciding what you're going to put in the box. Yes. Uh, I like yeah. went back and forth forever. I'm like, okay, what, what do they need? What I want? I wanted everything. I wanted everything. It was going to be like a $300 box. I was like, we can't, I can't do that much. <laughs> so I, I love those. Oh my gosh. It was good stuff. It feels good when you get it to you, like open it up and it's just like so exciting to like go through this little box of goodies. Um, and it's good stuff too. It's not, you know, it is, it's good stuff. That's all I have to say about it. Yay. So, <laughs> can you tell us some ways that we can, as photographers, we can level up our client experiences? For sure. So um, I usually like to touch on three different ways to do this. And number one would be, of course, through gifts. Like I was saying, it's so important to make them feel seen and heard through the gifts that you give. A lot of times, in today's society, everything's super quick. It's transactional. It's not, not a connective experience. And so when people decide to use you as their photographer, that was a pretty big decision. You know, photography can, professional photography can be pretty expensive. And so they made this big decision. I'm going to move forward with you. Um, and so you want to make sure that they know instead of just like a thank you email or an e-gift card, you send them something that they can hold and and keep, you know, for a long time that reminds them of you and makes them feel really good about their decision. Um, so two types of gifts would be onboarding gifts. Uh, so this is, you know, right as they sign on, you send them a gift kind of like you do. And it just really just tells them how excited you are to work with them. And what I like to recommend, especially if you're um, doing different gifts for each client. Uh, if you were to go, let's just say through my website and use the Build-A-Box app and you actually get to pick and choose what items go in the box. Um, just a side note here, I have pre-designed gift boxes, which are already picked out for you. And then there's Build-A-Box, which is what Brittany has done. And, and she like picks and chooses what goes in the gift box. 
Um, so fun. Yes. <laughs> my recommendation is that if you have like a customer or a client form that they fill out at the beginning of the process, kind of getting to know them and what they need from this project at the end, just ask, like, they might just think it's a silly, fun question, but it might say, what's your favorite drink, coffee, tea, or hot cocoa? Mm -hmm. um, or would you rather, you know, on a Friday night, um, do a movie night, have a bubble bath or keep working. And just from them selecting that you can then find a gift, whether it's through my website or Target or Amazon or whatever, find a gift that relates to that. So get them some coffee if they like coffee or if they said they like to work ahead, get them a really cool notebook and a pen um, mm -hmm. and then reference that in the card to them just to kind of like show them. I, I You were listening. It's not just... It's not just yeah. a gift. You're not giving a gift. You are one, you're listening. Even if you're just talking to them during the session, I know that, that wouldn't really be onboarding. I guess that could be more offboarding. I don't know. You're going to tell me that. I don't know. I don't know the difference. <laughs> but even you're like, it's just saying, hey, I listened to what you like. And I thought maybe this would be something that would interest you, you know? So whether it's one of Kelsey's boxes or a gift from Target or whatever, I'm, I think that really goes a long way because they're feeling seen and they're feeling heard. And that is so important and especially in this yeah. day and age i feel like people just want to feel like an individual yeah not yeah. like a, just a part of the workflow part of the yeah. automation yep and an example would be i personally am not a coffee drinker uh -huh. um but for various things that i've invested in and they've done gifts which is great and i'm always like clapping for them i'm like yeah you did a gift <laughs> um but they give coffee. Coffee is a very common gift. Mm -hmm. And I personally do not drink coffee. I cannot stand coffee. And so that's kind of just like an example of why you would ask this question. Because yeah. um, you want to make sure you're at least, you know, you don't have to know their whole backstory, but it, it you know, it, it helps. is towards them a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then my second, so there's the onboarding and then there's offboarding. And I usually recommend doing the larger gift, um, you know, the, for the onboarding gift. Mm -hmm. And then for at the end of the process, when they're done working with you, you've sent them their photos and everything. Um, just send them a small thank you. And this is probably the only time that I personally would say like an e-gift card would be okay. Just like a fun final, like, Hey, like here's Starbucks. If they like coffee again, ref referencing back to that mm -hmm. form and what they like. Or like maybe a little gift bag. I've done some like little like twenty to thirty dollar gift bags before for for this type of a situation. Um, and then another idea would be like a discount to future services. So like if you're a newborn photographer, I know sometimes people are like, no, don't discount your stuff. But if they're a customer that keeps coming back to you, you know, just saying like, hey, I really appreciate you. Let's take you know 15 percent off your next session you know, even if it's next year or whatever, um, yeah. that could be a really good kind of leaves a really good taste in their mouth. I'm looking at your website right now. <laughs> um, I'm going through your presence. And so I'm thinking in terms of like, okay, what would I give a new mom or someone who's about to be a mom? Maybe like someone books them a, um, a 
a uh, what's it called <laughs> a newborn session with me um yeah. you, right now i know your things change i've seen different things as i've gotten different things in boxes um right now for baby you have like a cloud teether it's so pretty and then um you also have a self-care section and i think that could be really good for a new mom because there's a lot of things like candles and matches and bubble bath stuff and chocolates <laughs> you know just even if you're a family photographer you're newborn specifically was what I'm thinking of in this situation just something like here treat yourself you know you had a baby you're tired um and then also I want to look at there's just so you have for him for the home uh oh my gosh it's like such good stuff I love I love all this stuff it's it's great and then you never know what you're gonna have on your website because like every once in a while I can go and you're gonna have something completely different yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I, and that's maybe my, not a downfall, but no, it's good. It's good. All it's finding like new things. I'm like, sure. That looks fun. Let's try it out. Um, I, have, I have pens that, um, Amanda, my brand photographer gave me, I guess it was like a year ago. And I love those pens so much. They have little sayings on it. I just, I cherish those little pens still to this day. And I know, even though they're from Amanda, I know they're from you as well. Cause I asked her like, where did you get this stuff? Yeah. Uh, so oh, that's awesome. Okay. So what's, what's your next tip for up-leveling the client experience? Yeah. So the next one would be to aim to exceed expectations. And so of course you already are exceeding expectations and trying super, you know, you're fantastic at what you do. Um, but there's just a few little things that, um, could help to just boost you up just a little bit and really, um, reiterate to the, the customer that they made the right decision. Um, So some examples would be that you submit or get them their photographs um, early. You know, you say, I'll get it to you within two weeks. Typically, when people see that, they don't see the within. They see two weeks. So they're like, okay, in two weeks, you know, they count two weeks on the calendar. That's when you'll have them. Um, So even if you get it to them like four or five days earlier, um, then that's great. And a super easy, and I think you, before we started talking on the podcast, you were saying you kind of maybe do the opposite. Were you saying that you might say I'll deliver within three weeks, but in your head, you're actually thinking two weeks just yeah. to kind of yeah. yeah. So I try not to deliver it too much earlier because it makes my life harder. So I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say two weeks because that's actually when I'm going to get it to them is in two weeks and then try to kill myself getting in them even earlier. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to say three weeks, four weeks, you know, maybe during busy season, I'm going to say four weeks and then try for three weeks. So it, it, going in the same thing, I just, I like a long turnaround time for myself personally, but you're still exceeding expectations. Yes. Yep. Um, so that's, that's a quick idea. Um, if I, and I'm not super familiar with the photography world, but if you were to ever like quote out a project, mm-hmm. you know, you can cut like sometimes you can try to come in under budget, you know, especially if it's someone that, you know, this was a really, really hard decision for them, a really, really big investment. Um, That's just a quick idea of like something else you could do that makes them feel like, oh my gosh. So like I, as family photographers, maybe wedding photographers do like the quotes, um, but as a family and newborn photographer, I don't necessarily do like projected quotes. I say, this is what the session is. But sure. especially if it's someone who I've worked with before, when I got to send the invoice, I might just knock $50 off to be like, I love $50 off because I like you. You know what I mean? Like, so that would be kind of an example of the way we could do it if you're, if you have set session fees. Yes. Nope. That would be perfect. Um, and then answering your emails within 
whatever, 24 to 48 hours. I know sometimes people's inboxes get out of hand, but um, at least keeping up on, on your emails or if you haven't replied, reply to them and say like, hey, I did get your email. You yeah. know, I'm busy with such and such. I'll get back to you soon. Uh, so that's another way just to stay in communication with them and then keeping them updated on your progress. So if your turnaround is actually like three to four weeks, um, that's a long time for people to wait for photographs that they're super, super excited about. Um, so just to like, you know, maybe after two weeks, just send them a quick like working sneak. on it. Yeah. yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so those are just a few ways that um, to show them like without a doubt, they made the right decision. I want to um, say something to your email thing. Um, so yeah. when I messaged you to be on the podcast, you were out of country, right? Yes. Somewhere. Yeah, I um, and it was really nice because as soon as I emailed you, I came back with an auto response email saying, Hey, I'm out of the country. I'll get back to you on this date. And so I was like, oh, okay, no, no worries about that. Then I think on another podcast episode, I talked to someone and we're like, Oh, I hate auto responders. I, but mostly we hate auto responders for every single Instagram message that you say, oh, this, <laughs> this would be a situation that auto responder is okay. Cause I know not to be like, Oh, well, Kelsey blew me off. I, I didn't hear from her for a week. I knew you're out of town. So I'm like, okay, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Right. Really yeah. Responding to emails, by the way. Oh, yeah. thanks. <laughs> I'm one of those people. I have, I have like two emails in my inbox. I am just maybe got it's it, a gotta respond. Yes. Can I live? <laughs> I can't live with emails. Uh-huh. Anyway, so uh, number three, so one, we had gifts, um, both onboarding and offboarding. And then number two was aim to exceed expectations. Number three is to ask for feedback. And I don't know why, but a lot of people see asking for feedback as a, as a weakness. Mm-hmm. We're like asking for reviews, asking, yeah, how, how did you enjoy your, your um, session with me? Uh, but Clients actually really appreciate this, especially if they work with you over and over, not necessarily that they have to, but they just, when you ask them, how did I do? It tells them that you truly care about how their experience went. And if there's anything that you, you know, they think you could improve on that helps you. And that makes them feel like Mm -hmm. they're always getting better. Yeah. Um, So that was number three. And a few ways to do this is, Um, you know, when you meet with your clients, um, at the end, or you send them the final photos, have a feedback request there. Um, or you can have like bi-yearly or yearly surveys sent out to your clients automatically. Mm -hmm. Uh, that one's super simple. And then there can also be, uh, utilizing, um, Google forms for them to anonymously, give feedback because some people, you know, especially hopefully this isn't the case, but if their feedback isn't so great, that's a way for them to give you the feedback. You don't know who said it. Yeah. And they feel more comfortable telling you it's important to know what you're not doing well and what people think that you're struggling with. Sometimes it's like something that's out of our control or like I'm purposely not trying to get your photos back to you in four days. So if they were to come out and say, I really don't like that Brittany takes so long to get her photos out. Okay. Well, that's not something I'm going to change, but it's good to know that people feel that way. But you know, sometimes there's things that I don't know that I'm doing that I need to know or um, that I, getting feedback is so good. It's the only way you're going to grow um, right. and get better, honestly. And people like being able to share their opinion. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. So that those were the three ways, again, gifts, 
aiming to exceed expectations and asking for feedback. Those are three common areas of your of client experience that a lot of people tend to just hover over or not do forget about. I love it. Client experience is one of my, one of my passions. Uh, I think we all should like work, always work on up-leveling our client experiences. Just a story of mine that I tell a lot of people when my husband and I got married about seven years ago, we hired our wedding photographer and just kind of hired her. She seemed great. And then she sent us an onboarding gift. Um, and I just, to this day, obviously it's what I do. So I probably think about yeah. it even more. But it just left such a lasting impression on me that, wow, she gave us, and it was like, you know, a catalog that went over like the months leading up to the wedding, like checklists of things to do That's and cool. and stuff like that. So it was super helpful to me. And then there was a few little goodies in there too. Um, so that just, just like an example of, you so know, when a lasting impression and I kept those items. So I think of her all the time. And if anyone ever asks for a wedding photographer, I'm like, I was going to ask that. Yeah. Who do you refer whenever people ask about wedding yep. photographers? Yeah. And on the flip side, my, um, let's just kind of keep this really vague. Someone I know got married a year ago or nine months ago, and they still don't have their wedding photos back. So and with that, you know, they probably won't be referring that person out anymore because they did not have a good experience because not, not that it's because she didn't give any gifts, but you know, right. their photos back, but so, and they're not going to refer her out. So, I mean, and I don't want to make it sound like the only reason we liked her was because of the gift. But she it did. It, ha- it helped. Yeah. It definitely but helped. It, yeah. It was ingrained in my Made mind. Like, feel oh, good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's just client referrals goes a really long way. And just like that little, that little gift, like just kind of made you feel good. And yeah. 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 And um, granted a lot of people, when it comes to photography, they'll, they'll print their photos mm-hmm. um, and hang them on the wall. So they have that to remember you. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a lot of other business owners, um, if it's, you know, website copy or something, they might not think of you as much. Whereas if you got them a super pretty mug or something and they use it all the time and it's high quality, then they'll think of you and you'll be top of mind more than you would have been else elsewhere. So I was looking for, oh, you know what? I think this is from my gift box from either Amanda or Sarah. So I keep it next to me. I have pen too and and I'll, I have the best planner in the entire world somewhere around here. But yeah, every time I look at it, I'm like, well, oh, Amanda or Sarah, whichever one, <laughs> one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, and then the other thing I just wanted to mention to your listeners um, that's fun about my business is the, so I do wooden gift boxes. So the boxes themselves are, are keepsakes, um, reusable, and you can do custom engravings. So I typically don't recommend that you put your logo on gifts, but the gift boxes themselves are really good places to put your logo, put their name, put a message. You can do like a message on the underside of the lid. So when they open it, um, there's a message from you. Mm -hmm. And then maybe on the top, their name is in cursive or something like that. So just super fun ways to personalize the gifts. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all this information with us. Kelsey, can you tell everyone how they can connect with you? How can they look at your gift boxes? What do we need to know? (laughs) Yeah. So you can find me. My website is www.thewonderfullymadeco.com. And then my Instagram is at wonderfullymadeco.studio. 
And those are the two main places where you can find me. I do keep a pretty consistent blog. I love blogging. I'll be getting yeah. into Pinterest more, but I, I'm getting there. Yeah. Um, so those are probably the two places to find me. Perfect. And I will link all of that in the show notes so they know where to find you. Um, definitely go to go check out her gift boxes because you won't regret them. Um, it's going to be a perfect gift just to give your, especially, I don't want to say only your higher ticket um, clients, but it, it would be a good way that you are able to raise your prices because you have a good client experience and people are going to really enjoy working with you. So definitely consider adding in gifts or so to your client experience. Thank you so much for joining us, Kelsey. Yes, thank you.